Hello friends, welcome to Off The Beaten Podcast. I'm your host with the most lifelong Chicagoan and international traveler, Dion McGill. Off The Beaten Podcast is the pod that gives voice to the city of Chicago and the amazing people who make this city unique. Welcome to season four. Oh my God, I can't believe I've made it to a season four and episode 68. Hot damn. Um, and to add to the excitement, Off the Beaten Podcast has gone international. Uh, okay, but technically, Off the Beaten Podcast has been international for a while. A huge thank you and a hearty welcome to all of my friends overseas who listen to the show regularly, especially in Canada, Germany, and Ireland. I don't even know who listens to me in Ireland. I imagine that it's this beautiful Irish lass who thinks that Dion McGill is like the coolest person in the world. If that is true, please email me. But in any case, you all rock. <laughs> but more specifically, I had the recent pleasure of taking a trip to Paris, France. I mean, what? How did this kid from the South Side find himself in Paris? I went to Paris, y'all. I felt like Maya Rudolph's character from Bridesmaids. Unfortunately, I did not have a dress designed for me by Lady St. Petsois Juju, which would have been awesome. And I totally would have been okay with that and worn it. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so I don't often talk about my professional life here, right? But I'm going to make an exception. Uh, so I am a member of the, okay, this is a mouthful. Follow me here. I'm a member of the University of Chicago Center for Effective Government at the Harris School of Public Policy 2022 class of the Civic Leadership Academy. I think I said that right. Okay. And try saying that five times fast. Um, to, to provide a little little insight, the Civic Leadership Academy uh, fellows uh, are 30 of the area's most promising government and nonprofit leaders who are engaged in this prestigious interdisciplinary leadership development program. What does that mean? Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a big deal, y'all. So I'll put a link in the show notes and you can read more about the Civic Leadership Academy. But the trip to France was our global practicum. It was an opportunity to meet and connect with individuals from the civic and nonprofit sectors in France and see how they tackle problems that they face and how they also handle challenges that arise in their leadership. So first things first, I am honored and humbled to be a part of the Civic Leadership Academy. I get to spend hours in discussion with some of the best and brightest minds that Chicago has to offer. I started the program back in January, and I feel like at this juncture, I've gotten an opportunity to connect with all 29 of the other fellows. They all rock. Uh, they're all amazing and dynamic thinkers. It's just really cool uh, to meet you know, um, people like that, right? Like, I personally don't think of myself in that way, and I never have. I'm pretty, and I'm smart, and pretty smart will always be a threat no matter where it goes. So I just, you know, bring myself to the experience, and that's all I can do. <laughs> but I got, a, I got to spend a week in Paris, France, which was a first for me, and it was amazing. 
amazing, amazing. And uh, I could gild the lily about all the meetings we had and the great discussions. And we had so many meetings. But uh, I'm just going to drop a quick list of lessons and insights that I learned during my six days in Paris. Okay, so one, this is not exclusive to Paris, but whenever you travel anywhere, try to at least learn conversation starters in the native language. I felt just by approaching people with, hello, my name is, do you speak English? It helped immensely in them just like being more pleasant with me, right? And actually helping me when I needed it. And uh, there's something to that rather than just being the big dumb American who's running up speaking English to a bunch of people who are looking at you like, man, fuck this dude. And, you know, going about their business. So remember that. Also, that was a lesson I learned in Germany. That was a lesson I learned in Afghanistan. So it, that is a universal lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like four or five sentences will make all the difference. Okay, number two. Here in America, making eye contact with people and throwing a head nod. You know, like how you do that? Like, the, you know, you kind of see the person. You just drop the head nod, uh, especially men, right? Uh, it's a normal kind of social reaction. That means completely nothing in France. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. At first, I was like, is it because I'm black? And then, like, even the black folks, I'm like, okay, this is not a thing here. You know, they just look at you like, I'm like, is it? I hope it's not like a challenge. You know? <laughs> Last thing I need to get to a fist fight in France. <laughs> what just happened? I choked him out. What can I say? But you know what I'm saying? I just threw him a head nod and he got crazy. So that's just something to know, right? And so I will say this. Uh, when you're traveling somewhere, right? I did like a little research just to like, not like places and, and all that, but like about the culture, right? And this was that was not something that came up, but I learned it very quickly. But you know, one thing I did see, like for example, as Americans, don't run around wearing camo. It's not something that's worn in France, right? It's a bit of a fashion forward place and, and you will stick out just badly, right? And so just things like that to keep in mind. Awesome. Number three, always, always, always venture off the beaten path <laughs> people ask me all the time where the pod name came from look i'm always that dude who wants to go away from what the crowd's going i'm gonna go check out my own thing i want to do the other ish i want to you know what I'm saying like oh look there's a dark corner let's go check it <laughs> which isn't always the best way of traveling or you know approaching a place um, I will say like we were out for an evening and this dude like me and him I was like yo what's up you know because I'm I'm you know whatever so I'm like yo what's up my man and we like shook hands he didn't speak English I'm like oh you know no parlez-vous français you know do you know and I asked him if he spoke English and he was like no but he was like marijuana and I'm like you asking me for something you just like <laughs> but he so it turns out right because hand signal you know hand motions will get you a long way my man was trying to like sell me weed and i'm like no i'm good because i don't buy weed from dudes that just saunter out of alleys even in america but you know it, it was what it was however <laughs> you know i encourage you to venture off the beaten path and, and like unless you have a month to explore a place it makes no sense to me why you would go to a place and then go visit a museum full of stuff made by dead people, none of which were actually from the place you're visiting. Huh? 
Like, okay. I mean, I know that's some people's thing. That's not my thing. So outside of the glorious meetings and discussions we had, the best times I had in France were just walking around, hitting up cafes. I mean, I was eating all of the glorious food, you know, um, drinking some of the glorious wine. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to meet locals and of course you know like when i was just able to walk and talk with my fellows you know from from the the cohort and uh, i did visit the louvre after hours i got a picture right you know some things you just want to get pictures of i did visit the eiffel tower uh, with my home girl lizbeth shout out girl um and i got a quick picture of that and if you're into architecture the arc des triomphes is an absolute absolute spectacle it's just like oh my god so you know those best my best moments were just the random ones bumping into people and scooting around the town which brings me to number four scooters are everywhere they have a lot of brands but i'm super loyal to lime scooters what i recommend if you're going to be out there for a month or less is to get a prime lime monthly pass uh, it'll save you lots of money and you can scoot all over the city at a grossly discounted price um they also have bikes and then like uber even have mopads i, I ain't got no french driver's license and some of that traffic looked a little crazy so i wasn't trying to get into all that but I was in love with the transportation options in the city. My back, you know, I've talked about this before, I'm sure, you know, uh, is super wonky right now. Some days I can walk for miles, some days a block is like terrible. So it was just great to have those options. I scooted a lot because I love scooters. I would love to buy one. That may be something, you know, for me to look at in the future. But, yo, you got all the options there. They had like a city, a city bike. Then they had the private bikes. They had the scooters. Uh, they had the mopeds. And then they got, you know, the transportation system, which brings me to number five. The train and bus systems run just like Chicago. So if you can navigate the public transportation uh, public transportation system here, you'll be fine. If you have a problem getting from the orange line to the red line to the blue line, yo, you need to brush up. Because <laughs> with the signs are in a different language too, <laughs> you're going to be like, fuck, you know. But if you, you know, if you can navigate fine, like, I mean, instead of colors, they had numbers and then you just need to figure out, okay, if I, am I going towards that place or this place? And once you figure out which side, you know, you want to hop on the train or the bus or whatever, it, it runs exactly the same, you know, and it was, it was really good. Number six. There is a gentleman there. I, I cannot pronounce his name. So I'm just going to pronounce his first name, which is Kevy. And he does two black Paris tours. Do them both. Kevy is the founder of Le Paris Noir, which uh, he created in 2013. He was inspired to launch the company after seeing how many visitors seem to be surprised and intrigued by the city's black populations. To give you a little bit more from the website, Le Paris Noir offers a right bank tour from the Moulin Rouge to the Chateau Rouge and a left bank tour from the Place du Pantheon to the Place de la Sorbonne. Am I, am I killing these, these pronunciations or what? Anyway, <laughs> 
I got to do the uh, left bank tour. We tried to arrange to do the right bank tour, but he was booked and we just weren't able to do it. I will include links to the Le Paris Noir in the show notes. If you make it to Paris, tell Kevy that a dude from Chicago told you to show him mad love. He also has a Facebook page and an Instagram page. I recommend you follow both because just on top of the amazing work he does, he just, you know, posts lots of pictures and content that you can check out, you know, live uh, through the eyes of someone else in this beautiful city that we call uh, Paris. So I'll include all of that in show notes. Okay, that brings us to number seven. That is go see the American Library in Paris. So the American Library in Paris was established in 1920 uh, under the American Library Association with a core collection of books and periodicals that were donated by American libraries to United States Armed Forces personnel serving their allies in World War One. Um, the library has grown since then into the largest English language lending library on the European continent. It operates as a nonprofit cultural association in France incorporated under the laws of Delaware. Uh, the American Library in Paris celebrates the written word and the life of the mind. It is constantly renewing its purpose in Paris as a center for literature, learning, culture, and community. Uh, in addition to all of that, uh, the director of the library, Audrey uh, Chapoui, I'm not exactly sure how her name is pronounced, terrible, I forget. I'm all real, <laughs> but uh, she is she is and was absolutely delightful. Um, and the library hosts a wealth of programs. Uh, I recommend you go check it out. Buy a T-shirt and a coffee mug. I bought both of those to support this amazing institution. And it's also just kind of cool, you know, because like, I, unfortunately, I did not get to visit a French library, but it was kind of cool just to see like this place that's kind of was built for Americans in Paris. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, right? A home away from home and uh, check it out a little bit. And they had actually had a program that night and the director told us all about it and told us all about the amazing work they do and some history of the city and the history of the institution. Go check it out, yo. That's what's up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I also got to see a bunch of places that may not be uh, the normal tourist attractions. I got to see the Paris City Hall, uh, the Conseil d'Etat, which is the Council of the State, and the L'Académie de Clomont, uh, which houses the Yes We Camp Association. And that, that tra translates to the Academy of Climate. I don't even know if those places all host like tours of, you know, for tourists, but definitely look them up. And if you can get in those doors and get some pictures and just kind of see like, you know, that off the beaten path of the normal tourist of Paris, I'm telling you, you thank yourself. It was just amazing. Uh, some of those places like the Conseil d'Etat is in literally like a palace. It's beautiful. And the art and just everything in it. I was like, holy crap. I can't imagine working. <laughs> I can't imagine working in a building like this. Like, holy crap, you know. And we got to meet this judge who, like, the Conseil d'Etat would kind of be somewhat similar or equivalent to, like, what our Supreme Court would be. And, like, he was, like, this super young. I actually thought he was, like, a pay, like a like a college kid at first. I'm like, oh, and I got a college kid to do the tour. He's <laughs> like, I'm a judge. I was like, is, like, does that translate to, like, a page? Like, what the fuck? You know? And then they're like, oh, this, okay. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. And I learned so much, you know, so it was great. But, you know, go check out those things, man. Go check out all of that stuff. 
there and you know in addition those are places that are actively impacting parisian life right which you know not to say that museums don't have a great impact on society and culture but like you know if you could go learn about a nonprofit or you know kind of like talk for even two minutes with someone who does work for the city like that is so valuable and i was so lucky to be able to do it and if you could sneak yourself into do such things make it happen i will say though that those places all had like hardcore security so you won't be sneaking in so if they host tours make it happen <laughs> all right so um i want to keep this short we are back baby i took a long vacation but I'm back. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. I took some much needed rest and I am back with a vengeance in the interim. Thank you to everyone who reached out. Thank you to everyone who kept listening and thank you to everyone who kept me relevant. Huge thanks to the ghostly podcast for having me on as a guest. It was amazing. We talked about the water tower place. If you've not heard it, go check it out. I will put that in episode notes and also, um, and I'm scheduling interviews right now for this upcoming season um, and even extending it to next season. And I hope to have both Rebecca and Pat on here. They are both just great personalities. I totally have a pot crush on Rebecca. I love her voice and she's just a beautiful person. And also a huge thanks to Nerd Cage Live, Jay, Mark. I've got crushes on Jay and Mark too. Like they're both, um, both you know, just handsome bastards. <laughs> Thank you to them for having me on several times for discussions and watch parties, man. You know, those dudes are great. I'm a huge fan. It's like amazing to be a guest on a podcast that you're a fan of, right? I'm like, I'm listening to this podcast all the time anyway. And then I'm on it and I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. And I always get to be around guys, you know, they're like little crew, you know, or not little crew, big crew of dudes and girls. It's just amazing and they are all so knowledgeable in pop culture and it's always just a blast to hear their thoughts and opinions and kind of be a fly on that wall so thank you to all of you it's great not to not only have great pod friends but just have great friends right i think that's you know extends to all aspects of life but it's just great to sometimes acknowledge that um, and just acknowledge how much you appreciate people right yeah. So now if you want more of the off the beaten podcast content, you can go check me out. Uh, check me out and all things off the beaten podcast at off the beaten uh, There you will find links to all of my social media as well as access to my blog. And if you're like me and you've got all the socials, please take time to follow OTBP on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And like now that I'm kind of back, I'm, I'm back, I'm back, baby. And I'm love being a little bit more active. I'll definitely be more active on the TikTok. I'll be more active. I've been active on the Facebook and Instagram, Twitter anyway, but I'm going to hit that TikTok. That's like pure motivation. That's the only goal of my TikTok is just to have motivational stuff, feel good stuff. So yeah, yeah, check that out. And when you sign up for all that, drop a, just drop a quick hello. So I know you're around and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Right now I'll check you out and I'll follow back and all that jazz. If you want to take one more step in supporting the podcast, you can buy me a cup of coffee. Actually, I was at uh, side practice coffee last night for a latte art throwdown it was my first ever it was amazing i saw i just got to meet people and i got to see these amazing baristas doing what they do and it was just so cool so much fun great music so huge shout out to everyone involved and huge shout out to side practice coffee for making me aware of that i actually met a guy he was like yeah man before you know before the pandemic we should just every month i'm like yo i'm so in because you guys know i'm a little bit of a coffee fiend 
named. But if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee, you can go on over to buymeacoffee.com slash off the beaten podcast and buy me a few cups. You want to buy me one? You want to buy me three? That's up to you. All proceeds, all proceeds go into the podcast, whether it's through updating equipment or in the various operation costs. Now, in the past, I did have my eye on a Rode Roadcaster Pro podcast production studio. Say that five times fast. But anyway, however, uh, very fortunately, Rebecca and Pat over at Ghostly got me hip to the Zoom PodTrack P4 and the P8. Um, I then actually had the the pleasure, coincidentally, to use the podcast P4, uh, the PodTrack P4, in doing some recording for Lurie Children's Hospital for their Parenting Supports podcast, and it was genius. It's also way cheaper than a Rodecaster. No, no shade to Rode. You know, you gotta pay for you, you gotta pay for quality but that zoom did it for me baby and it was it was good uh so i will be picking up one of those pod tracks pretty soon so thank you to everyone who's contributed to the podcast up to this point um you've made you know so much of this possible and i appreciate you and i appreciate your continued support as i move on into 2022 I don't know what voice that was. It was sexy. It was sexy. You know, I'm just sexy. Whatever. <laughs> Last piece of business. The Off the Beaten Podcast newsletter will be resuming next week. I took a, you know, along with the break I took from recording, I took a break from everything for the most part. So it's back. If you want to know what's going down in the city of Chicago and what events that yours truly is eyeing, be sure to sign up. It's bi-weekly. I promise I won't spam you. I won't sell your information to Russian bots. It's just for me. Um, that's my only true direct connection, all of you. And, you know, it's also one of those things that when people come by and go, well, how popular is your podcast? It's one of those things I can whip out my back pocket and be like, here are the people who are invested in OTBP. So it helps sign up and you'll, you will value the information, I promise. Okay. So be sure to share the podcast with your friends. Let's grow the community two ears at a time. And from the blue line to the orange line to the red line to the green line to the metro, which is a block away from my house. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Be good. Do good. And I'll see you all next time. Peace.